This is the Painless Health Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Avi. Living painlessly and in good health is our goal. We are here to help you get there. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Now let's have some fun and let's get painless. Hi, everyone. I'm back for the Painless Health Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ramchandani. Today, we're going to be talking about monkeypox. I know this is very interesting, and most of you all know a lot about monkeypox, but I'm going to give you a little background information, and then we're going to go into monkeypox in a lot more detail than you probably ever wanted to know about monkeypox. So, first of all, monkeypox is very different than COVID-19, and I will get into that in a few minutes, but I wanted to start with that. And I am going to talk about COVID-19 and post-COVID-19 syndrome next time. It's going to be a longer podcast, so I'm going to leave it for the next episode. In any case, for all precautions and information about how to isolate and any other information about monkeypox, I'm actually going to be Uh, using the information from the U.S. guidelines or the CDC guidelines. If you have questions about other countries or other questions about monkeypox and how prevalent it is in your country or anything like that, go ahead and look at your country's website for all that information. The information contained here on is all about the United States and where we are right now with monkeypox. So what is monkeypox? It is obviously a viral illness. If you haven't figured that one out yet, it's a viral illness. It is caused by what we call a pox virus, P-O-X virus. The pox virus has actually been around for many, many, many years. It likely eradicated the Aztecs and also caused deaths in Egypt all the way back in the ancient Egypt with the ancient Egypt pharaohs, which is incredible to think that this virus has been around for that many years. So monkeypox is considered what we call an orthopox virus. So it is a small portion of the pox virus family. So it is a very large family. There are lots of pox viruses and lots of different things that may cause illness within the pox virus. So one of the things that has called caused illness in humans was smallpox. As I mentioned, uh, smallpox killed the Aztecs and killed the Egyptian pharaohs probably back in the BC years. So been around for many, many, many years. We know it's been around at least 18 centuries, but probably more than that. It was completely eradicated, the smallpox in this case, in May of 1980, and it was very, very lethal. It actually had a 30% mortality, so three out of every 10 people that got smallpox died from it. Now, this is not what monkeypox is, but let me just finish my thought on smallpox here. It is stored and isolated at the CDC and the Vector Institute in Koltsevo, Russia. Those are the only places you can find smallpox now. It is 
completely eradicated from the natural reservoirs in the world. So you can't find smallpox anymore, which was a devastating disease. So it likely killed many Indians when the Europeans came over to the Americas. Also probably killed many Australians when uh, the Europeans went to Australia. So a lot of those things were, I mean, it caused a lot of illness, death, grief, smallpox was horrible. Anyway, it's been eradicated. Now we have this thing called monkeypox. It's similar to smallpox in the sense that it causes lesions on the face, but it rarely causes fatalities. Now, there are some types of monkeypox that can cause more fatalities. I'll talk about that in a minute. So the way monkeypox passes to humans is it usually passed from an animal to a human. But this was due to an infected animal's bite or their fluids, you know, somehow they have a lesion on their skin and it passes through that way. It could also be passed through the bushmeat trade, which was part of what we talked about with COVID-19 and possibly getting passed from bushmeat trade as well. So monkeypox is endemic in Africa in squirrels, rats, and monkeys. Yes, and monkeys. But they think that the monkeys don't actually have it as a natural reservoir. It's actually passed from the rats or the rodents to the monkeys, and the monkeys just have it incidentally. This is how we isolated monkeypox in the first place. That's why it's called monkeypox, is because it came from monkeys. That's where we found it. So in humans, we can actually get it with direct contact of sores, which is the rash that happens with monkeypox. It can also be passed with clothing or linen, which we call fomites, or respiratory secretions, but this needs to be extremely prolonged, unlike COVID-19. Again, I'm going to go into COVID-19 in comparisons in a minute. With the recent strain and this 2022 outbreak, it has been detected in semen, although previously it wasn't. In past outbreaks, household transmission was less than 9%. So it didn't spread like wildfire amongst your family when someone got it in the family. Now it seems to be a little bit more, but again, still not very common. So there are two types of monkeypox, what we call clades. There's clade number one, which is mostly still found in Africa and usually doesn't pass from human to human. Now, clade number one is pretty bad because it can cause 10% of the people to die. That is, one in 10 people die from this clade number one. Now, clade number two is the type that is spread throughout the world right now, and this is rarely fatal. It rarely even causes hospitalization. But more severe illness can occur in children from either clade, so we don't know enough about that. So where did it come from? We still don't know where this particular strain of monkeypox came from. We think it may have come from a rodent, but we don't know. It is also spreading to other humans via close contact, which is different than the other monkeypox viruses in the past. Now, this isn't much different as far as the monkeypox viruses because it doesn't mutate as easy. Again, I'll talk about that in a minute. But it still is spreading differently because of some different 
you know, protein in the virus that's changed. So, uh, yeah, it's a little bit different than the other monkeypox viruses in the past, but it's not severely different. So how is this similar to COVID-19? I'm sure everybody's thinking that, you know, we just had this huge pandemic. We're still in it. But this is a different virus and a different issue. So is it similar to COVID-19? Well, yes and no. The only thing that's really similar to COVID, that it is a virus and it's spreading. The other parts aren't really as as real or as, uh, you know, severe. So here are the differences. One, it's not killing many people. It's also likely not spreading through the breath or through the air as as severely. It's more likely spread through direct touch to vesicles or mucous membranes or fluids. So someone else's fluids, you touch them, that's how you get it spread to you. We also have a vaccine. And I'm going to talk about this in a minute. With COVID-19, we didn't have a vaccine for approximately one year after the virus was actually found, which is quite a long time and it spread like wildfire in the meanwhile. So we do have a vaccine for this virus and it's already there and it's been there and yeah, okay, I'll get to that in a minute. It's also a very different virus. It's what we call a DNA virus. It's a double-stranded DNA virus, which is much heavier and robust. So it's actually a stronger virus than the COVID-19 virus, which is actually a very delicate, what we call mRNA virus. And the problem with the COVID-19 virus, or the reason why it's spreading so easily, is because it is so light. So when someone coughs, the virus spreads in the air really quickly. It's like having, if you had like a light feather and you throw it up in the air and it'll kind of float there for a while. Well, if you have this monkey pox virus, this pox virus, it's like throwing a rock in the air. It just goes straight right down. So the virus doesn't spread that easily through the, through the air. The other thing is that it is a double-stranded DNA virus, so it doesn't mutate as easily as this RNA. RNA is sort of a little bit more easily changed and actually needs to be trans- translated with our, me- our RNA. It, it, there's several steps in order for an RNA virus to, mute, to, to make another copy of itself. And within those steps, several mutations can happen. On the other hand, a DNA virus can easily be just translated easily through DNA. This is a lot more complicated than this this podcast really should be, or I can really go into, but the case is that a DNA virus really mutates at a rate that is about a, or 1,000 times less than an RNA virus. So once we have a vaccine, it likely will work and likely will work for a very long time. COVID-19 has mutated in many ways since its origination. We've had alpha, beta, gamma, omicron, and now we have omicron BA5, BA1, BA2, BA3, and each one of these has outcompeted the rest of them. So this virus is very mutatable and has changed so many times that it's sort of like the flu virus where every year it's going to be different. And I think we're in it for the long term with COVID-19. 
It's actually mutated away from our original vaccine efficacy. We've had to come up with new vaccines to try to help with this. Now, the monkeypox vaccine is 85% efficacious. It will likely remain that way. Now, I will talk more about the vaccine in, in a minute here. Now, what is the spread now and what is my chance of getting monkeypox? So these are both related questions, so I'm going to answer these together. There are 11,000 cases of monkeypox in the U.S. now, 11,000 plus, and I'm sure that we're undercounting because I'm sure there's some people that just don't want to go get tested or whatever. So 98% of the people that have gotten monkeypox right now are men who have had sex with men. So this is where it is spreading. Now, there has been some transmission to people that are not within that group because it has spread within households. It's, but it does have less chance of spread within households than with sexual contact or direct contact with any lesions. So we still don't know exactly if it's spreading with sexual contact or is it just the lesions that's spreading it. So open lesions can spread the virus, period. And we don't know if sexual contact is really causing that. So if anybody does have sex with someone that has monkeypox, please wear a condom or some sort of protection so you don't get in contact with any of those lesions. Now, what are the symptoms of monkeypox? People usually have what we call a prodrome or a time where they have symptoms prior to having the what we call telltale rash of monkeypox. This prodrome is like five days or so with like a fever, headache, and what we call lymph adenopathy or swollen lymph nodes. This is not like smallpox, and, I'll, and that's important because if you ever have a bioterrorist attack during the next few weeks, if you have lymph adenopathy and you will know that you don't have smallpox, you actually have monkeypox, and you can live your life normally. Now, back pain is also common, myalgias, and severe fatigue. Now, a rash can happen one to four days after the fever, and the rash will continue up to two weeks. Now, sometimes in this latest outbreak, again, 2022 and, you know, ever since 2020, everything being totally weird, sometimes in this latest outbreak, some people do not have a prodrome, they just have a rash. Why? I don't know. So the rash is usually worse on the face, hands, and soles of the feet. But in 2022, we've had more rash in the genital area, which may be the reason why it's spreading easily. It's not that it's found in the semen. It's actually in the genital area, and that's where it's spreading. So secondary infections can happen as well, but it is rare that we have asymptomatic cases. This is very different than COVID-19, where we have very common asymptomatic cases of COVID. I've heard of so many people where they said, I, had, I tested positive for COVID, but I have no symptoms. I have zero symptoms. Seen that in the hospital, seen that at home, seen that everywhere. Um, so it's pretty common to not have symptoms of COVID, but it's very common to have symptoms with monkeypox, and it's rare that someone is not going to have symptoms if they contract the disease. So how long do you isolate? If you've been exposed to monkeypox, you could have symptoms up to 21 days after exposure. Now, you can't really 
give the disease unless if you have the lesions to someone else. So if you've been exposed, most likely you don't need to isolate. Now, the changes on CDC guidance may change at some point, but you probably don't need to isolate if you've been exposed unless if you have symptoms. Now, what usually happens is that you could have, you could develop symptoms up to 21 days after exposure, but the typical is 14 days. Could as be as soon as three days after exposure to the to the virus. After getting the disease, you should wait until going to public places until all the lesions have fully crested or scabbed over. So if someone is get, has the disease, you should wait until everything is done pretty much, then you can go out into public. Now, the key thing here isn't wearing a mask. You can probably avoid wearing a mask in close contact as long as you're not doing weird things together or kissing each other or doing things like that. You don't want to do that to someone that has monkeypox. You really do want to wash your hands and you also want to make sure that you don't mix linens, you don't want to mix towels, you don't want to do any of that stuff. This is very similar to something called pink eye. If you remember, pink eye is also a type of virus. It's an adenovirus, which was where we think these pox viruses came from. It's very interesting. It's genetics and all sorts of other things. So anyway, there. remember we talked there were two different types of clades, right? There's clade one and clade two. So if, it, if you had clade one, if someone had clade one, you would have to be even more careful with the way you treat different linen and, and towels and things like that, where you really don't want to touch that stuff. You want to wear a mask because clade one is quite a bit more lethal than clade two. So is there a treatment? Now, this is the key thing. We also have a treatment for monkeypox. It's, uh, the treatment is hard to say. It's Tecoviramat. I think I said that right, but it's T-E-C-O-V-I-R-I-M-A-T. And it's a newer antiviral, which is only available through the CDC. Now, yeah, we have a treatment, but good luck trying to get one. It's pretty hard to get these treatments. You have to be pretty special or someone that has severe disease that has other things going on. And that's what I mean by special. So there's two other treatments, actually. One is actually off the market, so I'm not even going to talk about that. The other one is called Brincytofovir. And I think that is also available from the CDC, but I may be wrong about that. And it's also available for treatment of monkeypox. It's actually only been approved for smallpox, but I think it should work for monkeypox as well. Now, both of these are available IV and orally. Now there is also an eye drop called trifluorodine, which is an eye drop which is available for monkeypox lesions of the eye. So if someone does get the lesions in their eye, there is treatment for that, which can be quite painful. Now these rashes that I talked about, they can be very painful. Then that's the biggest issue with monkeypox is they're very painful lesions, but they won't kill you, which is a good thing. Now, a vaccine. We talked about a vaccine briefly, but what is the key here about this vaccine? This vaccine is available. It is a non-replicating killed virus vaccine, which is likely above 85% effective. So it can work and it'll work for a long time against people, against 
the people that may get monkeypox. Now, there's an old vaccine that is also available that was the first type of vaccine that we actually had anywhere in the world. And what we what we used to do with these vaccines is we used to take... This is how this vaccine was actually invented. The vaccine was a... Someone would have a scab or something of the smallpox virus. You would dip the needle into that that lesion and then inject it under the skin. Sounds horrible. That is what people used to do to get a vaccine. Now we have a lot better things like that. We still have this old attenuated virus available. We don't dip it into someone else's scab but we actually dip it into a uh, attenuated virus and then inject it underneath the skin it's a different type of vaccine and i don't think we're ever going to use that anymore so in conclusion monkeypox is very different than covid19 we have effective treatments vaccines and it is a very different virus a very different beast although it is a spreading virus and can be serious it's not likely fatal right now. It's also not nearly as scary as COVID-19 as far as fatalities, as far as what can go on. But we do, as a society, need to try to eradicate this virus before it becomes worse. Because it can always mutate, although much less likely than COVID-19, and cause much more severe disease, like smallpox. Just think about that. The thing is that it li will likely not because mutations that are more contagious usually cause less severe disease. For example, Omicron is much less severe than previous things of uh, COVID-19. So all in all, you know, it is something to think about. It's not something severely bothersome at this point, but <laughs> who knows? Um, thank you for listening to this episode of the Painless Health Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed Please uh, rate and review my podcast on iTunes or any of the places that you are using to, re to hear my podcast. So if you're on Stitcher, please rate it on Stitcher. If you're anywhere else, please rate it there. I hope you've had a great one, and I will see you all next week in the Painless Health Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Painless Health Podcast. I hope the information that has been given to you has been useful. Of course, I am a physician, but not yours. So please go see your physician for medical advice and further information about any of the topics you've heard today. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.